0: People don't come to you for lashes. They come to you for how it's going to make them feel, for the value that brings to them, the way it makes their lives feel, the confidence it brings to them. So if you can understand that about them, when you tell them how much you'll cost, it's no longer about price so much because you've so convinced them that you understand where they're coming from and their emotional connection with it. if it's confidence is the problem, I can give you that confidence.
1: you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're excited to have Adam Chatterley come on to our show. Who is Adam? Well let me tell you a little bit about Adam. Adam has been in the beauty business for over 20 years and is a coach. He helps beauty professionals just like you to figure out how to get clients and how to grow and make a successful business. He is Open, operated, managed, consulted, coached over 450 spas in over 27 countries around the world. He has a ton of experience, guys. And he's amazing because he's also British. So he has a cool accent. And I love I just love talking to British people. It makes me feel more intelligent, right? And by the way, he's also the chairman of the UK Spa Association and actually is a fellow podcaster like us and has a number one rated industry podcast, the beauty business podcast, guys. I know you're gonna love this time. He's gonna really break down some of the things he does does in this coaching program and give you some real tangible things that you can do today in your business without paying him anything but hopefully if you love what he's saying what he's talking about man i think you should look into it and by the way we'll have links in our show notes for you to go and check it out and we have a giveaway for you a free download a pdf where he breaks down pretty much all the steps you need to go through to grow your business and it's really amazing stuff it's really simple but it Putting it all into play is not easy, right? Being a business owner is, in one way, the concepts are easy, but the actions, it takes work, discipline, and yeah, stick to it in this. So anyhow, we're glad to give that all to you, and I know you're getting a lot from this conversation. But before we get into that, as always, guys, we have announcements. We have something new and exciting to tell you guys. We are partnering with Shelby over at Lash Boss Radio, guys, and we are going to have a party in Vegas on June 25th during the IBS show. That is not the Irritable Bowel Syndrome show, guys. That's the International Beauty Show. Yes, if you haven't heard of it, you should plan to go. It is the biggest beauty show every year in the United States. There are Hundreds of vendors, if not thousands, I think it's a little less than thousands. It used to be up really high, but COVID, where everyone's still recovered. But that said, it's still amazing. Last year, I think they had about 20,000 people show up, and this year will probably be bigger. It's insane. It's a lot of fun. And on Saturday night at the Sahara Hotel in the Blanca Penthouse, guys, we are at the top of the place in the nicest suite, guys. And we are going to have that from eight o'clock on. You can come hang out with us, drinks food, fun. We're working on actually a swag bag too, but we are going to be charging admission because we want you guys to come and not just do an RCP and have thousands of people say, we're coming, and then no one shows up. So it's going to be $49 for you to pay to come, but it's going to be a blast. It's probably maybe the first time for many of you where you've got to hang out and be with your family again. So, we will have links in the show notes. Hopefully by the time this shows up, that will be online. If not, it'll be up any day. Just look at our Instagram or look at Shelby's page or at last boss radio. Can't talk all of a sudden. And you'll be able to go to either of our pages and Go click on it and get your tickets. And we have limited tickets, guys. We don't have unlimited seats. So you want to get your ticket right away. And then you can hang out with us in Vegas during the IBS show on Saturday night on June 25th. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see all of you there. And who knows? Maybe we'll have some surprises for you. We'll see. We're working on it. Um, Lashcon tickets are still for sale. We have less than 180 tickets, guys. Over 800 people are currently coming. Tickets are 6.97. They go up on May 27th. We may sell out before that. But that said... Buy your ticket today if you've been holding out. And you can spread out your payments over four months. Only 25% down now to buy your ticket. And last thing, we have our class on May 14th, 15. Two seats left in New York. And by the way, if you use the payment plan, you spread out over four months, you're going to pay $1. Twenty or 25% of the 1800 today, and then over the next three months, you'll be paying after you're done with the class. Who does that? Well, we do that. So you can definitely do that, or if that's too quick, because it's only like a week away, then come and see us on June 5th through the 6th in Los Angeles here in sunny California during the June gloom. Actually, June is usually foggy in LA. <laughs> so anyhow, it'll be fun either way. We can't wait to see you. If you need help with your last retention, you want to set up for that course. All right. <sighs> A lot going on. Can't wait to tell you even more things down the pipeline. But for now, what we want to do is we want to sit down with Adam and really talk about some things you can do to help you grow your business today. Hey guys, we are here in the last Cast 2s. Excited to welcome Adam to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. That was really fast, wasn't it? Like, wait, wait, oh, you said hi. <laughs> 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 I, I meant it. We're getting right into it. We'll do the intro stuff earlier. Anyway, Adam, it's, we're really excited. We were just recently, we did your show, and now... You're going to be on our show, and we'll see who releases first. It'll be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll race.
1: We'll be yeah, our race. Be a race. I'll be honest. We're releasing yours, I think, this week. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> we have been not podcasting or recording enough episodes lately, so we're like, ah, I told my editor, like, I'm going to turn this around and get it to you, and we'll get it out the door, because I, I need well, let's to. let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. So, anyhow, I'm excited, cool. because Adam is a coach and someone who's across the pond, and someone who's been making a big pact over there, but also... I. I don't know if you have, we haven't asked you about if you have U.S. clients, but we're really excited to have you come on and share your knowledge. You've been in the industry for a long time, and you've also, by the way, in case people wouldn't say this in the intro, he's going to be at LashCon speaking. I am. Yeah, speaking and taking something else off my shoulders, which I'm really excited (laughs) about on Friday uh, during day one, our mastermind. So Adam is coming to the rescue in many ways for me. So anyhow, Adam, we're excited to have you on and talk first. Let's just look our listeners find out who you are, maybe understand a little bit more about your background and why they should care sure. or listen to you. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yeah, totally. I always find that as a useful uh, thing yeah, to set sure. things up with. Um, so, I mean, it's a little bit of a case of how long have you got. I could go on for ages about explaining, but I have been in the, the extended beauty industry for 22 years now. Wow! I started out working with spas in five-star hotels, and originally I designed software systems for those spas. So before there were the, Mm. I don't know, million different salon and spa software systems you can get nowadays, hotels needed specific ones designing for them. So I used to design those. That's kind of how I fell into this industry. Uh,
2: Were they point of sale ones, inventory, customer note taking?
0: It was everything. So basically the backstory to that was the company I went to work for actually already designed systems for all the big golf courses in Mm. the world. Okay, So the, the tea times, the membership the point of sale, all of those kind of things. And around when the time I joined this company, which was straight out of university, by the way, all these golf courses were starting to open these things called spas. Yeah. And the company I worked for was like, well, no idea what these things are. We need <laughs> someone to go and learn about those. So as a sort of 20, 21 year old guy, they were like, <laughs> we need someone to go and learn about spas. I was like, me? Yeah. So I was shipped off to a spa up in Scotland in the UK quite a famous one called Glen Eagles. It was a a golf course and they just built this big spa. So I went to learn how a spa worked. So I basically helped transition their golf systems over to work for treatment times and retail and therapists and all of these things. So I helped transition that across. And then from there, I went on to design some specific ones. So yeah, they had they had membership, point of sale, retail reports, bookings. I designed some of the first online booking systems. Now it's like, you know, who wouldn't have an online booking system? Yeah. But back right, then it was right. like months of work to get oh, these things yes. set up. So so that's ultimately how I got into this industry. But really my background has always been about the money, about the revenue management, about helping get businesses started up quick, hit profit quickly, and then make more money. That's really how I've always come about it. And and initially I did that using software systems Mm -hmm. and I worked for lots of different hotel chains. I lived in Dubai. I lived in the States. I basically moved around and worked for different uh, big chains for a long time. And then somewhere about five years ago, I think it was, I just got really fed up with the corporate world. Mm Mm-hmm. Back when I started out, I would meet with people, we'd come up with a plan, we'd design a system, we'd implement it, and I'd see change quickly. And I'd started to realize that it was the change that I was able to affect and see in businesses that really gave me the kick. Mm. And working in the corporate world, things had got to the point where, you know, you had to get 17 different levels of management to sign off on a project, have 15 meetings about everything. And I was like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. I can't make the change. So something kind of changed in me and I was like, how can I get that quick change buzz back again? And I figured, well, it's working with independents. It's working with the owner operators again, who we can have a meeting, make a decision, make the change and see the benefit straight away. So I deliberately made this change over from working with big corporates to working with independents. And obviously that meant working with more beauty salons and skin clinics and now Lash Techs.
1: That's really cool. So, you work with everyone in the industry at this point, or do you have one group that you tend to cater more to?
0: To be fair, as long as you are delivering, I do stick to the beauty industry. So, like I said, skin clinics, beauty salons. Uh, I help a few hair salons and things, not by design, but just because they've kind of found me. A few years ago, I I was invited to speak at a lash conference here in the UK, and uh, that's kind of now. Created a a very special place in my heart for the the lash techs of the world. That's cool. But yeah, I tend to focus just on the spa industry. Still have a foot in the in the spa world. I am the the chairman of the spa association here in the UK as well. So I still work with that world as well. But my day job, if you like, is is now as a coach for beauty businesses. Oh,
2: that's fantastic. What I heard you say was that you really liked the tangible results that you see after you invest, yeah. make an investment in somebody and, and you see that come to fruition. I imagine that you see that a lot in order to stay super successful.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's the thing I get the kick out of. Don't get me wrong. I like getting paid, but honestly, it's the, <laughs> is those changes. And then the sort of unexpected changes that, that you see in people's lives. I, from time to time, get an email from someone and, I see how I've affected their lives in a way I could never imagine.
2: Can you give us Um, a story? I got
0: an email. One of my favorites that always just gets me right here is I got an email in January this year from a client that i had been working with probably only for about the last four or five months. She was a solo esthetician, based here in the UK, and a single mum. And she sent me this incredible email. It just said, Adam, thank you so much. For the first time ever, I've been able to buy my daughter Christmas presents that she wanted. And oh, I was like, oh, "Yeah, that's why I do it. That's, that right there. So that's what I get the kick out of. Seeing the change, making the difference. It sounds a bit trite, but helping people change their lives. That's the thing that, that really gets me.
1: I think that's why anyone gets into the coaching business, so to speak, right? It's really, it's not ever really about the money. I mean, I'm sure there are people who do it for the money, but I think for <laughs> satisfaction, for true satisfaction, for true joy in your business it's that change. That's what, I mean, yeah. gets people excited. While we haven't launched our training, we've our program, we've been doing our podcast for four and a half years, and we get those messages sure. all the time, right? People who say, oh, my gosh, that episode was the very thing I needed that changed everything. My yeah. life has been different. This has happened, and people share their stories, and it just puts that fire in the tank where you're just like, okay, let's get up. I can't wait to go uh, do another day.
0: <laughs> so- 100%. I've been podcasting longer than you guys. Yeah. You must be one of the only people podcasting longer <laughs> than you guys. So I, I had to look up because you, you sent me this as a question. I was like, you know what? I can't remember when I started yeah, my podcast. Did, and I looked at the first, yeah. first episode, January, 2016. Oh my so gosh. Six years. More Dude. than six years.
1: Yeah. Because we yeah. recorded our first episode, recorded, didn't get it out. It was October, 2017. 2017. And then it took us three months to get it on air because the guy who had it, wouldn't give it back who record we recorded in the studio and he wouldn't give it to us cause he was oh. just totally disorganized. It wasn't like, he's like, I'm not going to give it to you. I was just like, Hey, are you in? He goes, yeah, I'm in the end. And he, goes, Oh, I forgot to send it. Oh, it was just a long, and I thought he deleted it. why I figured at some point.
2: <laughs> so, but you were a whole year ahead of us. No, so more it's... than that. Two years, well, January. Yeah. Two I think, years, yeah. I think
0: actually I recorded it similar story. I think I recorded it in the November before. And then I was like, right. How, how do you get this thing up there? I, I, as a podcast in the world. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like there was not the sort of the, the apps and things that are easily available now to do it. It was like, you know, there was a lot of RSS feed yes. coding and, and 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 awful bits to join up in the middle and many plugins that you needed. So uh, so yeah, it was it was an ordeal. But yeah, so I've been doing it kind of on and off since then.
1: That's super cool. And that I think is a great testimony to I know a lot of people listen to us. We we've seen a lot of people start podcasts who listen. So all my podcast family, you guys who are listening, you can start and stop, by the way. It sounds like you just said you did. And I've yeah. seen a lot of people stop. And then I hear from them, I'm like, uh, eh, I, I don't know if I should start again. I quit for three months. It feels bad now. I feel like I quit. I'm not I'm a quitter or I gave up. And I'm like, no, just start again. No one's going to care. Just I'll yeah.
0: do. It's interesting what you said. So I went kind of big on it to start with. And I think I, I did like 18 episodes. And <laughs> yeah. back then it was so much work to get them up. And I sort of, I pretty much scripted the whole thing out. Wow. And You know, it was like three days to produce one show and it was like killing me. So I just had to stop for a bit. And then I had that same thing. I was like, how how do I now, after this sort of three month break, suddenly come back out again? And it was just at the time. Do you remember when Game of Thrones was really popular? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'd had this massive run up to the release of their next season. And there was like trailers coming out months in advance. And I suddenly thought, I'll just call it a season. So I just came out with season two. And then interestingly now, and I'm not, I'm not saying it was copying me, but now you get <laughs> Apple Seasons in yeah. the actual podcast application. So so that's I stole the idea from Game of Thrones and I guess and Apple then, stole it from me. And they stole it from you because yeah, Seasons <laughs> is actually very normal now. And I think people like that idea yeah.
1: because it gives them a sense like, oh, I can take a break.
2: So we can say yeah. we know the guy Sorry. who started that Seasons thing. Yeah.
1: You, oh, you absolutely can. Yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah.
0: I think it's 100% me.
1: All right. Name <laughs> dropping what I'm all about. So that's really cool. Now, one of the things that we're really excited about is you sent me over this document, which is quite impressive. And it shows, I think, a little bit of your analytical mind, the software mind that you have, that you probably are good at organizing, creating patterns and, and, and all that. And so you have this thing called the Beauty Business Secrets Blueprint, and um
2: But this is a fantastic document because I know it has the power to change people's lives. Yes. And I know that you're going to give us yeah. a little insight and peek into it. And you teased us earlier. You said everything that you need to know is on this one sheet of paper. Yeah. So I'm like,
1: wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. So what I thought we would do first is have you discuss. We have no visual here. We'll actually um, we'll just say, Adam, you can tell us real quickly, what's your gift you're going to be giving everyone today?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I sort of thought, so I created this. Probably took me half a day to do, but it's the uh, culmination of, I don't know, 15 years worth of working with businesses that, that has gone into this. And essentially I, I realized there is no manual for business. There is no quick start guide or anything like that. You end up having to sort of figure it all out yourself. Yeah. And a number of things kind of came together on this. And I realized one of the problems that we've got nowadays when it comes to social media, when you start a business, and I think this is particularly evident in the the beauty world and lash world, you go on social and you tend to see the really big guys, the guys who are doing it amazingly, top of their game. You know, they seem to be putting out high quality video after video after video and all sorts of things. And you think, well, that's what I've got to do. That's what I've got to do to be successful. Whereas if you've been doing it a while you realize, no, that there are levels you need to go through in your business. There are stuff you need to do when you're starting that is completely different to the person who's been doing it for five years and is earning multiple six figures. And there is stuff that they need to be doing that you shouldn't go anywhere near. Yeah. So I sort of thought, how can I kind of create a a simple guide of what you need when you're starting out in your business Mm -hmm. and then what you need at the next level and the next level and the next level. And sometime over the last I don't know, the, the last two years of coronavirus, I kind of became obsessed with this one-page worksheet idea. I think in the world of the forever feed on social media and websites that can go on for years and years and years, I thought, I want to get back to just one page, focus your attention, really simplistic documents. So everything I do now, I try to fit on one page. It doesn't always work. So I came up with this and it was just an idea. And again, one of those things that you think, this is actually far better than I thought it would be. So to try and describe what it is, um, it starts off on the left-hand side and you've got the different levels of business. And I've very roughly defined these as start, which is the zero to 3K a month revenue bracket, growth, which is 3K to 8K, scale, which is 8K to 20K a month, and then expand, which is 20K and above. Yeah. Now, the really important one, well, there's two really important ones. That's the starting one, because... If you see the growth chart of any business, you sort of like it's struggle, 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 struggle. Oh, starts to take off. Yeah. And I want to get people through that struggle phase as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason people stay in there so long is because they don't know what they're doing. They've probably not been trained in business. So they're stumbling along and they're finding their way. So I'm like, let me give you the quickest path to start that line going up. So that's what the base of it is. Mm-hmm. And then as you go across from left to right, it's the the four phases of of any business really yeah. attract because. End of the day, without clients, you don't really got a business. So we so, start off with attract. So how to find clients, basically.
1: The first one's how you find clients, and then the second one, convert.
0: Yeah, but at each different level, because every different level of business, there is a different A volume and way to attract clients. Then you've got convert. So you attract them in the first place. Then you've got to convert that interest into an actual client then you've got a in a typical in any business book you pick up this next level would be called delivery so this would be your deliverable so if you were okay. a retail store it would be the stuff that's on your shelves and whatever mm-hmm. so i changed it to treatment because once we've basically attracted and converted a client that's when we deliver the treatment on them you right. know we might sell them to retail but certainly in the lash world your aim is to get people in for that service for that treatment but then there's a fourth section that i put in there because i think as soon as you've got those pieces in place again at every level of business you need some sort of review section. You need some sort of area to go, okay, well, how can I now take these basic building blocks that I've got and level them up to the next level? So mm. what's the what's the bridge that gets me to the next bit? So that's what I call either review or scale. So there's those four sections. And the idea is you work uh, across each of these lines. And if you get all those in place, that should then level you up to the next level and, and up and up and up. So that's kind of what it is. It's a blueprint for... A business.
1: I think it's great. And I love it. I just want to restate it because I think it's so smart because I bet you there's a lot of people right now who aren't even thinking through that process. They're just thinking, I got to no. go on Instagram and then I got to like do a service today. And then they're like, and then they're not even thinking about, wait, What's your attraction? What's your marketing plan? How are you getting people to find out about you? You need to think about that through and come up with systems. Secondly, converting or sales, right? How do you get someone to close a sale? Like people don't realize like when people respond to you on a DM or how they answer, how you answer your phone or, or how, when someone calls yeah. you, do you just say, what's your price? You go $300 and then they're like, hang up. I mean, what's the process? You need to actually have a system to convert those people. Right. Yeah. And then lastly, I hear this. I don't, I mean, we even saw this with our own staff sometimes we, be like we give good lashes we teach our team to train them to really do good work but they think they don't care about anything else they only care about the lashes. they only care about the lashes and we were about the whole customer experience and about making the first moment they walk into the salon to the how they interact with the front desk to how we handed them off from the front desk to the stylist to how they walked even to the room and how we greeted them all these things had been thought out and systematized so that we created a consistent experience no matter who saw them but if you don't think about the treatment process and what's going on in the room, you're going to miss that, and you're yeah. just going to give them lashes and kick them out the door, and not realize. And think by the way, which a lot of lash artists, I hear it, they go, "Well, it's the connection. I'm their best friend. Like I'm, I'm really close to them. Like friendship only is going to take you so far. You're, especially if you want to scale. So I love that. So that, and then the last thing, then reviewing and actually really analyzing, and obviously trying to find where you have opportunities, finding where you're having struggles and and then identifying those and fixing those is self-awareness really as a, a business owner and being humble enough to be able to say, I don't have it all and I can grow and I can fix things. So I think that's a great map for anyone who's listening right now. Just put that in your right now, write that down. If you don't get anything else, I think just begin to think through this and that, process will help you become a little bit more critical and hopefully a little bit more purposeful as you develop your business so what we could do now i think would be great is to dig in on some of these areas because there's literally yeah sure we're going to give you everyone this little download um this pdf we're going to put it in the show notes and you can download it so you can definitely check it out because it's it's a great roadmap and truth is it's it's very very sparse on details so you really will give you some i mean yeah yeah
0: To get it on one page, it's got to be a bit limited. But if you'll notice, because you've got the one in front of you, it's it's designed as a tick list. So the idea is, and you know, even though it's all on one page, there is another additional page to it that explains the terms so that there's nothing kept secret here. It's, It's all available, but just physically to fit it on a page, we have to shorten some of them. But the idea is you go through, you go, well, what level am I at? Oh, I'm at that level Okay, well, what bit am I missing? What building block am I missing? So you may be like, okay, yeah, well, I'm happy with my prices and my website's kind of doing what it's supposed to do. So what am I missing? Oh, oh, maybe I don't have I don't have a client for life process. I don't have a, a method to ensure that clients come back quickly. Oh, that's the bit that I need to work on. Yeah. So it's it's kind of part checklist, part diagnosis tool as well. So yeah, that's it genuinely cool. is one of those things. And I want to make sure everyone gets a copy of it because what I'd love is this just to be on the wall for people so they can go, okay, this is the level I'm at. This is what I'm missing. This is where I need to work on. And then I'll be at the next level.
1: Exactly. And at least get them thinking about these things, what they're maybe not doing, which is what I love about. It. Yeah. So let's talk about first, right? Let's start at the basic level because I know a lot of people who are listening to us are just starting out and they're right now struggling to get clients. So I thought it would be really quick, um, cool to hear your take on Attract. The first thing it says, quick client fix, and W-Y-W.
0: <laughs> okay. So that was, my, that was my tiny bit of a cheat because okay. there are four, four blocks in each section and there are two key bits in that first track level. So I just would put an and in the middle of it. Yeah. So first of all, the quick client fix then. Um, yes, so many people when they're starting out get so worried about... How they're going to get clients? The amount of letters I get from people or email letters where was I <laughs> emails um, the post <laughs> I just I just went I just went back twenty years for fun. <laughs> The amount of emails I get from people who are you know just starting out and they're doing treatments on their friends and their family for hardly any money and they' yeah. just how do I get those first few clients so I created this this five method process called that I call the quick client fix, and it is literally a really quick way to get a small flood of clients in, not all the clients you're ever going to need. Mm-hmm. And I actually say you can't use this permanently because some of these methods will only work in the very short term. Yeah. Um, so for example, little tips in there. So if you've got any kind of social media with any kind of following at all, you know, just putting out there, hey, would you like to make a booking? Isn't going to exactly excite a lot of people and get people to book in. Yeah. So I developed a, a very simple concept that we called uh, scarcity. Hmm. My own word, I made it up. Combination of scarcity and specificity. The idea (laughs) being is if you put a post out saying, just had a cancellation on Thursday at 2 p.m. for a full set of lashes, first come, first served, or comment below if you want it. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that does a number of things. First of all, if you say comment below if you want it, anyone who wants it is going to comment below. And Mm -hmm. you've taken away a lot of the complicated decision-making that someone needs. Basically, you've gone, do you want a full set of lashes? And are you free on Thursday at 2 p.m.? Yeah. Okay, So anyone who is, is immediately now, they're not got to go, ooh, what day do I want to come? What time am I available? Can I get the kids picked up? All those kind of things. You've literally gone, who wants a full set of lashes at 2pm on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone who does, and maybe it's not going to be a flood, maybe it's two or three or four people, Yeah, but they're all going to comment me. All right? So then you get back in touch with those people, and the first one who can definitely confirm and book in, you've got a client straight away. But the other three people, you can then comment to them and go, I really, can't, I'm sorry that one's already gone. But how about we do Friday at four? Or I've actually just had another cancellation in the morning, so you can kind of fill other slots with those people. Basically, it's just got four people to say I'd like a full set of lashes. It's now on you to get them booked in. So that's just one of the five methods in there.
2: Yeah, it's like they've already broken that barrier, reaching out to say I'm interested, and it's like now you're starting a dialogue.
0: Yeah. So it's it's basically five simple strategies. I reckon between the five. Every time you do them, it should bring in somewhere between 20 and 40 clients, oh, I reckon. Wow. So most businesses, if you're either literally on a few clients a week, that's going to make a huge difference mm-hmm. to your business if you're starting out. Even if it's the lower end and it's 20, you know, 20 new clients in the business that needs them, wow. that's a huge difference. So, so first of all, there you go. That's the that quick client fix. Essentially, some quick methods to bring in clients now.
1: That's great. Stage. And I think and I then, love you using the internet or using actually... Instagram in a real strategic way versus a generic stuff. I see a lot of people just yeah. posting a pretty photo of lashes. Yeah. Great. You need that on there because that's going to uh, confirm that you can deliver the goods, but you're not actually yeah. building the relationship and you're not actually um, you're using actually now the interaction aspect and going to the DMS and hopefully using DMS to get to a phone call so that you can close that sale. And I think that's really smart. And I don't think people use their Instagram effectively like that. I think they just think I post pictures, pretty pictures, and people are supposed to call me.
0: (laughs) Everything I do, my entire brain is like a system-based process. Everything is tracked, measured, measured, and repeatable Mm. because that way I know stuff works. So I'm like, okay, like we ran everything in here a number of times. I'm like, okay, let's do this one process. Okay. The average number of clients, this one delivered was seven. Brilliant. So I can happily say run this on average, you'll get seven clients. Sometimes you get five, sometimes you get 10. I'm not sure, but it will get seven. And then overall, I think we worked out the average was between 20 and 40 across those five things.
1: That's super amazing. I I mean, most last stylists, see probably 20 people a week on average, if they're really busy, right? 20 is a really good week for them. So if they got 40 Mm -hmm. new clients, they're almost fully booked. I mean, they're not going to need 200 clients in their books. They, They only need 20, maybe 40 to 80 clients and they're fully booked. So that sounds like you can get a lot of people up really fast with just that alone.
0: Yeah. That's number one. And then the WIW is work your website. Okay. Work your web. I'm not about to start teaching people how to code a website or any of that stuff. But I, again, have a very simple, I think there's, I think there's seven steps on there that you need to have on your website mm. so that your website isn't just a, a pretty advert for your business on the web. Yeah. There are stages that go through. So whenever anyone, you'll know this, whenever anyone comes across a business online, whether it be through search or through social or whatever, everyone goes through the same process. They find you in some way, They go and have a little check out of your website, make sure that you do what they want you to do when you're in the right area and you're roughly the right price bracket for them. Then they'll probably go, oh, I'll just check on their social media and see what latest work they've been doing and see what reviews they've got. So everyone goes through the same process. So I've basically broken that down and gone, right, these are the steps you need on your website. And I don't really care about your, you know, seven page long about page with your entire story on there. There are some key ingredients you need in there to as quickly as possible, take people through that journey of, well, oh, go check out your website. Oh, that's there. That's there. That's there. Go to social book. You've ticked all of the mental boxes in their head that's made them feel like you are a business that they now want to work with.
1: Yeah. No, that's great. And I'm still shocked when I meet people and then I look into their website and I, there's nothing. There's a booking page. They'll have a booking mm. page because they got that free, not free, but their software. But there's no actually website with any information or anything to attract clients. It's really, Really shocking. So I'm glad to see that. That's really, I think, a huge step. Let's jump over to the client for life and the treatment. What is that? How do you get someone to become a client for life?
0: So client for life is actually really. simple. I'll just give away all the secrets on this one. <laughs> okay. um, so essentially, loads of people, everyone focuses on the getting of new clients. I mean, I see, I don't know how many Facebook posts, Instagram posts, adverts, everything. We'll teach you how to get clients. We'll get more new clients. Get. 50 new clients this week and all that kind of thing. And, you know, I'm guilty of this. I've just, I've just been talking about how to get new clients. However, <laughs> nobody talks about keeping those new clients. Yeah. So you put all of this effort into ads and social media and getting them through the door and all that kind of thing. And for some reason, people seem to then think, oh, that's it, job done. Yeah. Whereas actually just as much as you need that process in place for bringing new clients in all the time, which you do because you're always going to lose clients and all that kind of thing, you need a system in place that's going to convert as many of those new clients into repeat loyal clients that keep coming back. And especially if you're using things like discounts and special offers Mm -hmm. to bring people in in the first place, you know, what's to stop them going to the next place that offers a special offer? So we have a really simple, we call it the client for life process. It's essentially a client keeping strategy an in-place, something that you do with every new client who comes into your business. And, I mean, it's as simple as, on the first time they visit, wow them, okay? (sighs) Deliver something that they weren't expecting, okay? Don't advertise that you're going to do it. Don't say, oh, we always give something more on the first one. Just impress them, okay, in some way. Then, big thing, follow up. You know, don't just let them go out the door and hope they come back again. Try and get them booked back in there and then, okay? Mm -hmm. Just ask. No arm twisting, no sales persuasion going on. Just ask them to book in their next appointment. I've done this so many times and measured it so many years. If you ask every single client that comes in to see you to rebook before they leave, you will double your number of rebookings. I guarantee that because we've measured it time and time and time again. Absolutely. That's the easiest thing you can do. Okay. But then they may not book in. So let's have a simple, you know, an email that goes out the next day. Thanks so much for coming in. We loved seeing you. Can't wait to see you again. Please. If you've got any questions about your lashes, we're here to help. Okay. Do that again. If if they don't hear back from them, another follow-up email when they're due to come back in again. So there's a bit of a follow-up process in place. When they come back for their second appointment, wow them again. Okay. Different way. Not the same way. It doesn't need to be the same thing and it doesn't need to be as big. But wow them again, because that shows you care about this person just as much on their second visit as you did on their first visit. Mm -hmm. This process genuinely brings back about 70 to 80 percent of clients, which is massively different to what people generally get, which is around 30 percent. Yeah. And it's not hard. Mm -mm. Just think of what you can do to wow them on the first visit, wow them a little bit on the second one. I can almost guarantee they'll come back again. And then occasionally a little bit of a treat now and then just to keep them, you know, as a super loyal client. But yeah, have a process to ensure they come back.
1: No, that's great. And I think it was, I think it was a show called Bar Rescue that we saw this whole process. I, I don't know if you know this show. It was on, I think, some obscure cable Basically, channel. a
2: bar is in trouble and some fix-it guy comes in and takes an assessment of what's going on and, and then um, makes some changes.
1: And one of the things he really teaches is this idea of uh, bringing back the client. Now, this is for a bar, but they actually have a system where you every time you came into your restaurant, you would get a different coaster color. So first time you come in, you get a coaster that's let's say pink. And that coaster means your first time. So the staff knows, welcome, first time here, is so excited. Second time, it's red. That means it's their second visit. And they know, oh, welcome back, so glad you've come back. Third time it would be another color. And after that, they're done. And like they don't track anymore. But they always gave an incentive at the end of the of the thing, like, hey, by the way, if you come back, you'll get a free dessert next time, or hey, if you next time you'll get a free drink. Perfect. Like they just always were trying to connect. So because they realized, kind of like well, you, I sense you were getting at, if they come a few times, it becomes a habit and, and it becomes part of their life and they don't want to quit because they're now addicted to the service they love you they love what you do you always wow them you always give them more than you expect and like you said then why wouldn't they come back because that's not what most people are doing exactly (laughs) so
0: not at all most people are like they get the booking and they think they're done Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know that is just a small thing to have in place that system to make sure or to ensure as much as possible that they come back again and then you don't have to get as many new clients you don't have to spend as much on ads or put as much time and effort into getting those new clients because you're keeping all the ones that you're getting so that's the big bit about the uh, the treatment section at that at that bottom end that's
1: really cool yeah we had two numbers that we tracked in our salon that were really big we had others but rebook rate was huge like what percentage of yep. clients before they leave the salon are in the books and that was always in the 90s so that was just free money really because they're Rarely, once they're booked, do they quit? I mean, or do they cancel? Yeah. I mean, right? So rebook was huge, and then retention. We had first time retention rate and a returning client retention rate. So first time retention rate for us was somewhere between sixty and eighty percent, and returning retention rate was always in the nineties. So tracking yeah. those numbers let you know if you're doing a good job. If if it ever dropped, and sometimes it did one month, it would drop down to thirty or forty percent. That was like a red flag, like a, What's a flashing, going on? flashing light, like. We're, something changed like yeah what changed yeah we talked to the team like what's going on what are you doing what's happening and someone's like you know all of a sudden you hear a story like i don't know i don't even remember examples but it happened once and people were like well we just da, 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 and you realize all oh, the front desk isn't booking them again like the front desk is yeah. just doing the transaction kicking them out the door and not saying hey let's get you in for your next uh, appointment how about this day or this day you know so yeah Interesting, uh, that's, mm-hmm. I think exactly. that's really huge and I think uh, people like, never talk about this so it's good, to, it's good seeing your roadmap there. That's really, really cool. Let's see, let's jump around. I feel like, I'm, like it's like a game show here. I have all these like- It <laughs> is, yeah, it is kind of you like- want the next square. You want to pick one and see uh, another area? And well, see. yeah, okay. Make it, so make it an easy one.
2: In the growth section, under convert, you know, convert the interest, there's a triage consult call. What's that?
0: Okay. So typically in the growth phase, we've sort of switched it up a bit where we're selling slightly higher value services. Mm -hmm. So when you're starting out, you're sort of, you know, I talk a lot about pricing and I can bore people to death with pricing, (laughs) but you've got that kind of start out nervousness of pricing. When you're starting out, you almost need to go through that, those hurdles of understanding your pricing and feeling you're worth charging that slightly higher amount of money. So the first thing you do when you get into the growth phase is you you level up your pricing a little bit. You start charging some premium type pricing. Mm -hmm. And what that means is it may make it slightly harder to get a new client. But by this point, you actually know you've got a really good idea because we've done in the previous section, the who and the what, you've got a really good idea who's going to make your ideal client. And by that, I mean, someone who's going to more likely keep coming back to you, who's going to listen to your advice, who's going to come for their infill appointments when they're supposed to come for their infill appointments and not late, who you're going to enjoy working with, who's going to take your advice, buy the products you tell them to buy, you know, do the the home care that you do. So your perfect client if you like. And what we found is if you, rather than just saying, hey, anyone who wants to can come and book in with me, if we create a little bit of a a kind of a, a, a velvet rope Policy. You know, you can't just come and book in with me. We have to have a quick call or a quick messenger conversation, something like that. And what we do is we create something called this triage consult call. So if someone wants to come to us for one of our high value solutions or high value services, we have a quick chat, but it's not a random meandering half hour conversation to just waste your time. It's a very simple nine minute, five step conversation that I develop with you to. Really quickly identify whether this is an ideal client or not. It does a couple of things. First of all, weeds out the people who are not going to be your ideal client, who are going to waste your time, cancel late, not show up, be those kind of clients. It's going to identify whether they are the right client, and not only that, it's going to make them feel so valued because they'll feel like, oh, I made it in. It's like the VIP section of the club. So it's like, oh, I made it in. I'm I'm on there, and this creates this ripple effect of you get this reputation as, oh, they don't just take anyone as clients. Mm-mm. You know, they, they're they picky. They're exclusive mm-hmm. about their clients. This then allows you to charge those high value prices as well. Um, so it, it's just part of this whole leveling up your business phase. But yeah, weeds out the people who are going to waste your time early on. And secures you more of your ideal type of client.
2: It sounds magic. It's like a, it's like a, a little yeah,
1: pre-consult almost. Like you're doing a little consult, just yeah, finding a little bit about them and explaining your process. I guess a little bit of what to expect and all that. Is that?
2: Can you yep. give me an example of what that sounds, it sounds like?
1: Yeah, it sounds great. <laughs>
0: yeah, like what <laughs> okay, does it so, sound like? Yeah, I can. I should have had this out, but basically, the typical one is you first of all ask them. Well, this is mine. Okay. So I ask people why me and why now? Okay. And it sounds like it's really, there's, there's a bit of confidence that's got to come with this. You've yeah. simply got to go, okay, you want to come to me for lashes. Why me? Why now? And this immediately puts it onto the client. They've essentially got to sell themselves to you. Okay. So <laughs> they're telling you a, why this is something that they, that they want right now. Why do they want lashes now? And yeah. why have they picked you? <sighs> so first of all, they're telling you, what's the emotional connection for them? Yes, And then they're telling you where they heard of you. So it might be a, a recommendation for a friend, an advert. And that gives you a couple of bits to go on. If it's a recommendation for a friend, then A, you can link them back to that client and you know, okay, well, this is a friend of so-and-so. Brilliant. Big tick straight away. Mm-hmm. Then you can ask them, you know, basically we go through and we, we essentially get slightly more into, so what is it that you're looking for? Mm-hmm. Essentially, we're trying to get to what do they want from their lashes? Yeah. I know that sounds like a, a no, weird it thing. It makes but sense So yeah. Oh, people Some, want to talk about Something that. I'm big on is, and this might be harsh to hear, people don't come to you for lashes. They don't come to you because they desperately want to have lashes stuck to their face. They come to you for how it's going to make them feel, oh, yeah. Yeah. for the value that brings to them, the way it makes their lives the feel, the confidence it brings to them. Yeah. So if you can understand that about them, then your product becomes so much more powerful and valuable to them to the point where when you tell them how much you'll cost, it's no longer about price so much because you've so convinced them that you understand where they're coming from and their emotional connection with it. You've just told them, okay, well, I can make you, you know, if it's confidence is the problem, I can give you that confidence. And then it's like, okay, you've got me. I don't care what it costs anymore. Just, you know, deliver it to me. So it's a a series of questions that pulls that out. (laughs) I'm so excited.
2: I'm tickled pink because this is the magic. This is like the best part of the... The podcast.
0: <laughs> As a teaser, if you come into LashCon, I'm teaching this. Woohoo!
2: The
1: okay. There you go. There, there you go. go. So what I love about it is the confidence part because I think that's something that people really lack when they get into business. They really yeah. uh, are scared. Oh, they're just scared. And they don't want to act confident. But there's something super attractive about finding someone who's sure what they're doing and knows what they're doing and obviously that knowledge is what gives them that. You have to have that knowledge to give you that confidence so you can do that. So obviously this is going to help them with that
0: issue. Yeah, we do. And and a couple of my clients have, have described this because, you know, sometimes people are doing this quite early on. And a couple of them described it as a confidence bypass because they have not yet actually got the confidence. <laughs> yeah but by developing this script with me and literally, and I make them stick to it mm-hmm. and by sticking to it. And I, I've even done this sort of with my clients, like me watching them as they're on the phone to their clients. And I can see them cringing when they're asking it, but you know, they're asking the questions and they're getting the response from the clients. And you only need to do it a couple of times and see that it works for it to then give you that confidence of going, oh, okay, well, this works. Now I'll just keep doing it like this. And yeah, not it doesn't always result in a perfect client, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. because You're you get to get rid of the clients before you take them on and before they become a problem.
2: So your coaching program and going through this BBS blueprint, Beauty Business Secrets, you actually working with the client to develop the script and to, to figure out what is pertinent to them.
0: If you like, I've built sort of the framework around it and the proven ideas, but I've been doing this for 20 years. I have never once in my life found two businesses that are identical. Everyone's always got a different situation and a different Mm -hmm. location, a different type of client and a different way they approach things. So no two businesses are the same. We all offer similar things, but, you know, our uniqueness is what basically brings the right clients to us. So yeah, we've created the framework, but then we make sure that the language that's used and the words that are used are both familiar and on point and on brand with the person I'm working with. So we stick very much to the framework, but yeah, what I might say as a cheeky Brit might be entirely different to what someone says if they're a bit more of a kind of a, working with a, I don't know, more mature client or a younger audience or, or whatever. So mm-hmm. we take the framework and then we go, does that sound how you'd say it? And they're like, no. Okay, <laughs> you tell me how you'd say that. Brilliant, perfect. And we tweak it if they've thrown any extra words in there that don't need to be in there. But yeah, it's very much a framework and we then tailor that to the business in a group setting with coaching with kind of the backup of the video so you could learn it as well and yeah it's a this process is a, an 8 week program where i coach through it every week to make sure you actually get everything in place get all these bits of this level in place and get the results that you want what i love
1: about it is um is that it really will level up or give you a much higher end business because i know that Tusney reached out to a really famous colorist here in LA, Tracy Tracy Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tracy Cunningham. She's huge. I mean, she charges thousands of dollars for her services. And they mm-hmm. actually do, they do an interview when you first call. They Poster. want, you yeah. need to be approved by them. Tus was like, just thought she would book and get an appointment. And she was like, oh my gosh, I felt like I had to prove myself that I was worthy to go see her. And what's yeah. weird is that she didn't get approved. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like, nah, I got kicked to the curb. She did
1: because the the demand for her services are so high because she's so elite. And because of this process that you teach, it just makes people all the more just feel like, oh, I hope I get in. I hope I'm Mm -hmm. selected. And if you do, I think it makes people appreciate more and take the appointments more seriously. Like you said, I bet the cancellations are going to be less, the no-shows are less because they feel like they've gotten past a barrier.
0: Yeah, and every single one of my clients that do this take full payment, at the time they finished this call. So if they get through these hoops, they're like, right, yes, we can book you in. We think we can help you. This is when we've got free. This is how much it costs. Should we get you booked in? And it's not even a question of, you know, oh, can I pay half price now or whatever? It's just that at that point, they're so bought into it. Yeah. Yeah it's just it's an easy selling yes massively decreases people not showing because oh, yeah, they obviously. don't want to lose out on point
1: yeah yeah they paid then they're gonna really suck to give throw that money away for nothing yeah that's really amazing i mean i even know for us now we've learned when we told my share of someone's price i used to be almost apologizing for that test was really expensive for her lash points but i realize now once we get through our consult on the phone at the end when i talk about pricing i just say yes yeah, she's 405 dollars for a new set of lashes and people um and i apologize for and for the right client they're like oh my gosh i want to go to that high-end person i want to go to the expensive client they can't wait to sign up right but then the other clients are like oh that's not the client you want. And they're like, no, no, that's okay. I think I'll move exactly. on. And it's like, it saves you all that pain of booking them. And then probably, like you said, no showing or canceling
0: and all that yeah. silliness. So, And because because we map out this script, you know, as soon as they don't meet the tick box, you, in the nicest possible way, you end the call. You know, you don't <laughs> just hang up on them. That would be rude. Yeah. But you, you know, you, in the nicest way say, actually, I'm not sure that you're a good fit for us. And another thing you can do is maybe have some of the recommendations of other salons in your area, because then everyone wins. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're, you're sharing it with them. Yeah. But you go, actually, I don't, think, I don't think you're quite right for us. Have you thought about X and Y? And then you're immediately recommending someone else. You're not dissing them. You're not mm-hmm. sort of going, no, we don't want you. Thanks very much. Bye. <laughs> everyone wins. Yeah. You have found that they're not the right client for you, but you've helped someone else out.
2: That's what Tracy did for us. Yeah. She says, she's busy, but you can see the assistant. And I just didn't follow up with yeah, it. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: Just didn't, you weren't good enough for Tracy. Well, she's listening right now.
2: <laughs> she's <laughs> like a cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I
1: wish Tusty came to me now. Um, all right, <laughs> let's do one more and then we'll wrap up because my time is flying. But I thought I'd like to do the review scale because we didn't talk about anything with the reviewing the scale. And I, I thought maybe I'm intrigued by the skit SKIT and software system. I don't know if that's a, a good one to go into. If you can correct me, go, no, let's talk about this. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: So SKIT simply stands for simple keep in touch. Okay, Okay, so a a simple keep in touch method. And this is nothing more clever than a way for you to communicate with all your clients at once. Okay. And we've got so many methods to do this, which is why I don't say email system or whatever. I call it simple keep in touch. Mm -hmm. If you've got an email management system and that's your method for communicating with people, great. If you've got a massive messenger group that you can communicate with everyone, brilliant. Whatever Mm -hmm. it is, but you need to have a way, a reliable way of communicating with all your clients. That's not social media because we all know that only a tiny percentage of your social media people will see a message. And yes, I know emails, not perfect either, filters and all that kind of thing. But let's face it, even if your email open rate is 30%, it's still massively better than social media. So yeah, so you need to have a method to keep in touch with people. Now, often this can come if you've got a... Booking management system or anything that you're using that might already be in there. But a lot of the time, especially when people have just tipped over into this, uh, into the growth phase of 3K, they might still be using a book. They might still be booking just on the calendar on their phone or, you know, using a very basic online booking app or something like that. So that may not have those marketing capabilities. So essentially, it's just some way for you to communicate with all your clients so that when you have availability or when you have a special offer or an event or something you want to tell everyone about. You can do. Um, Plus you can automate this process as well. Mm -hmm. So you can automate that follow-up message. You can automate the birthday reminder that you sent out. You can automate all of that stuff. So most times here, I'm talking about some sort of email system. Yeah, Um, But given the world we're in nowadays and who knows what's coming next, just some way to communicate with all your clients, to tell them what's going on with you.
1: Yeah, I think it's great. And I think one of the things that people maybe don't know, when you get into the bigger software packages out there, most of them, a lot of them like now have where you can actually give an app to your clients. I mean, it costs extra to do this, but your clients can have an app on their phone so you can directly DM now your whole base. So if you have a last second opening... You're like, Hey, I have an opening tomorrow at two. And you DM your whole following and DMs are going to have a really high view because it pops up on your phone. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh there it is. Yeah. <laughs> right thing. You can't ignore it unless you turn it off the notifications. So having that system where it's software based like email or texting or DMs, I think any of those are great. And that's right. If you're going to grow for us as Islam, where we were doing hundred K a month and we had 13 stylists, we really strongly relied on our automated systems to to communicate with our base, yeah. to thank them. To We actually would also, because we use that thing um, that I think they're gone now, they got sucked up by MindBody. But at the time, it was like this full automation system. So whenever we had gaps in the schedule, on Monday, it would send emails out to people who had not been with us for like three months. Say, they've been gone. And all of a sudden, yeah, I'm like, hey, exactly it's all automated. I never had to worry about this stuff. I resaved saved or reclaimed... Old clients every month. We'd save anywhere five, 10, 15 clients who had gone off for a while for whatever reasons, all of a sudden showed up and they were in our schedule because an automated system told them to come in.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's a perfect example of that kind of thing kicks in at this level. Yeah. You don't need to worry about that when you're starting out because you're kind of throwing a load of stuff at the wall, you're scrabbling for the for the right clients, still figuring a lot of stuff out. So you don't need that level of automation. You probably know all your clients by first name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a perfect example of that's not needed necessarily at the bottom level. If you've got it, great. Yeah. But it's it's not needed at the bottom level, but suddenly becomes an essential block for that next level. Certainly if you're ever going to progress to the higher levels of the the growth phase and then into the
2: scale.
1: Yeah, especially if you want a team, right? So for you, would you say the first two levels or when you're solo and when you're moving to your third level, that's when you're transitioning into where you're hiring maybe a team member or two?
0: Most often than not, so the 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 scale is sort of becomes that kind of crossover area. I've got clients who are in the scale area who are doing that on their own, but typically people are going to get there with an assistant or something like that. And certainly to get beyond that, there's you know unless you are incredible at what you do and probably doing like celebrities or something like that, you're going to struggle to get into the expand zone as a, as a solo. But uh, yeah. I spend most of my time working with people in that not to three and three to eight k zone because that's I think I was saying to you earlier on that's where I see the quickest and biggest transformations. And, and that's really what I get the kick out of.
1: Cool. Now for people, just in case someone right now is listening, goes, this is really intriguing. I, I'm totally want to sign up. I want to learn more about what you're doing or how you do it. Maybe you could break down real quickly. I guess what would what they do if they're like, Hey Adam, I want to sign up. Where did they start? What level
0: I guess. Okay. It's kind of self-fulfilling. You decide what level you're at. Uh, if you're at the start phase, we teach all of that essentially in, in automated programs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm best place to come and find out anything if you go to beautybusinesssecrets.co yes it's confusing co not com or anything like that <laughs> beautybusinesssecrets.co that's my website all the information that you need is on there and you can go and find that level on there it's very inexpensive it's designed to get you started up and get those building blocks in place if you're in that next phase up that's where kind of my group coaching kicks in we have a program called money very crass titled money <laughs> but that's what we're all about it's about making money uh, it's about making money. And you know, at the end of the day, I always say, I used to stand on stage and I used to play this game with, uh, with the audience and I would go, okay, what, tell me what everyone wants. And I would get every answer from, oh, we want clients or we want better marketing or I want, I want bigger response on my social media. And I'm like, no, you don't. You all want to be earning more money. And they're <laughs> like,
1: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So so yes, I know everyone gets into this industry because they generally want to help people or they love what they do. And it's it it's never the main reason people get into it. But I'm like, everyone in this room is here because you want to earn a bit more money. You love what you do, but you want to earn a bit more money. Yeah. So I was like, let's just call it what it is. Mm -hmm. Um and that's what it is. It's it's that route to get you from you've turned it into a a business, you're making some money, but you now want to enjoy what you do and have a really good life as well. So Mm -hmm. we take you up there. Again, website information's on there. If social media is more your thing, I'm at beauty business secrets on Instagram and Facebook. Got a free Facebook group that you can come and join called beauty business hackers, which is exactly what it says on the tin. We, uh, <laughs> we hack a lot of the beauty stuff so we can just get more done with kind of less work.
1: Cool. And then with the, so that second level that you're about, that's a, if I remember earlier, you said, I think that's an eight week program you sign up and is it, there are certain yeah. times you sign up or is it, it just starts you whenever you sign up, there's eight weeks from that point on.
0: Well, believe it or not, you have to go through a triage consult call to get into that <laughs> program. I mean, I am I am all about doing what I teach. Yeah. So uh, if that's something interesting, you'll you'll find the details on the website. Just click on the page that says money. There is a quick three question thing to fill in on there. That will instigate a quick call with me. We'll have a chat. We'll see if you're in the right place. And I think you're a good client for me. And if I think I can help you, then we'll move on to the next stage okay. and go from there. So yeah, so I, I very much do as I teach. But yeah, we take people in all the time. We always keep the group quite small because I do coach it as a group and we do coaching every week to make sure you get through it in those eight weeks. Mm-hmm. We typically aim to add between two to three K a month to your revenue over Ooh. those eight weeks in yeah. in that program. So, so yeah, I awesome. need to keep quite a tight hold on it. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we take people in all the time. We keep the groups to about 15 people max at any one time. But yeah, we're constantly churning people through there and getting people any more money.
1: Okay. Do they have to wait sometimes? Like if they're, Hey, they're calling this week and you're like, well, we'll start the next group in four weeks or three weeks. Or Yeah.
0: Sometimes it's two or three weeks, but a lot of the time that suits people because they're like, Oh, I'm thinking about it now, but actually I've got, you know, a bunch yeah. going on and I've actually got bookings next week. And, you know, yeah. so it usually fits in with people. It's not usually longer than two or three weeks. People have to wait.
1: And after that, that goes, turns into the one-on-one program. Right. And, and once you get to higher levels.
0: Yeah. That's my goal. I'd love to take you all the way to whatever you want to learn. A lot of the time, I'll be very honest, a lot of the time when we get people up to that kind of 8K a month level, that's about hundred grand a year. That's what a lot of solo. They're happy with that. Lash techs and therapists, they're happy with that and I'm yeah. happy for them. But yeah, if they then go, I like this, I want to scale, then we can take it to the next level. And that's really at that point, I think there is no easy prescription for what you need. I mean, yes, it's covered in the blueprint. There are the building blocks you need at that point. Mm-hmm. But every business becomes so unique at that point that I think that's when it becomes the one to one side of things. Cool.
1: No, I think that's great, and I love it. And we will put this in the show notes, guys, so you can download it and cool. you can watch. You can go through this. A lot of it's self, really self evident. You just go, oh, I didn't think of that. I should. Do. And then some of the stuff is in a little bit like a, a little cryptic, just so it's just as tight as fast as possible. We well, have got to keep it fun. Yes, we've got to keep it fun. Keep, keep but fun. yeah, so you I'm, can I'm, guess. I'm,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, ter- I'm, I'm like I say, I'm entirely open about this. If someone were to find this and go, I'm intrigued, what's MRR magic? Send me a message. I'll tell you what it is. If you can go off and figure that out and do it by yourself, brilliant. Yeah. But if you want my help to put it in place? Great. I'd love yeah. to work with you. And by the way, coach is always better. I mean, it'll be faster.
1: You can on all these things do it on yourself, but when we finally hired a coach with our salon back in when twenty fourteen or twenty thirteen, it changed everything. It just was awesome. We figured it all out. The system started clarifying. We started really making sense with our company, and it really started to hum. And I think for anyone right now who's been struggling. Adam is great, even though he's overseas per se. The beauty of this world with internet and everything that no longer is an obstacle. It doesn't matter where you coach well, no, is. So, I mean, yeah,
0: sixty percent of my clients are in the U.S. Oh, so okay, uh, there you go. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I spend plenty of my time to, trying to figure out time zones between Chicago and the yeah. East coast and the West coast. And mm-hmm. uh, it's always good fun. But yeah, I, in fact, it's interesting. I did a podcast recently just called, why should you work with a business coach? Because I kept getting asked this question. Yeah. And the best analogy I can, and I, and I think it's probably been trotted out a lot, but the best analogy is you don't work with a personal trainer because you've got no idea how to do a sit-up. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how to do a sit-up. And if you don't 30 seconds on YouTube, will fix that. Yeah. You hire the coach or you hire the personal trainer to make sure you do the sit-ups, <laughs> make sure you do all the sit-ups and essentially make sure you get to your target even quicker than you thought you could do on your own. Those are the three reasons. Yes, you can get there on your own, but it'll probably take you longer. You'll make more mistakes. It'll cost you more money along the way. And really that's the crux of working with any kind of business coach or mentor or, or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I think the one complaint I remember hearing from some people when we would recommend people to certain coaches, they say, well, they come back, like, well, they made me do everything. And I'm like, that's because they're a coach. They're They're not not your personal assistant. They didn't do my books for me. They didn't do my accounting for me. Like, of course not. They're a coach. A coach teaches you, and you do the work. I would never understood this complaint, like, well, they didn't do anything for me. I'm like, uh, Yeah, just not understanding.
0: And I totally get that. And I slightly had that frustration with with one coach that I worked with, which is why everything I do, you know, there's a there's a worksheet involved because Mm -hmm. I don't want. and And I figured this out. I used to sell a lot of online courses, and I'd do this video, this training video. That I was like, it's brilliant, it's great, it's perfect. And even my clients would be like, yeah, it was brilliant, it was great, it's perfect but I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to do after it. And that kind of set off this epiphany for me. I was like, right, well, everything needs a worksheet. I want you to finish a video having either got the plan written down so you know what to do, or, you know, the video and the worksheet has shown you actually how to go and get that result. Yeah. So I am mostly coach. There's a little bit of consultant in there and a little bit of the framework is handed over to you, but yeah. It's your business at the end of the day. You've got to do at least some of the work. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, well, I'm excited to have you come to
1: LashCon in November. And yeah, me And to break this down on, in your class and uh, really help people out. And, of course, guys, if you want to meet them in day one, which is, by the way, a very more intimate setting, I think last year we had about 50 people in the class. So it was not this massive, like SlashCon right now is going to have like a thousand people in it. But if you want a little bit more intimate meet with people one-on-one and get to hang out with Adam and get to know him a little bit, you'll want to come and sign up for day one, which... Wow, we will probably see LashCon tickets sell out sometime in the next month or two. The tickets of day one, I think, will continue to sell. The add-on things, so you can come and hang out with Adam. But otherwise, Adam, um thank you so much. This is so much fun. I could sit thank around and talk for, being
0: for hours. So generous, yeah. Really yes. appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. It's it's been great fun, guys. Really, really has. Thank you for having me on.
1: Hey guys, hate to do this, but we are done. That's a wrap. We are out of here. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And right now, go to our show notes or go to our Instagram and check out to see if those tickets for the party in IBS are up for sale. They should be soon. If not today definitely the next day or two guys you do not want to miss this big gathering in vegas during the biggest beauty show in the united states it's gonna be a blast and i'm pretty sure we'll sell out so get your tickets now on behalf of my lash blossom tustiny as well as our special guest adam i want to thank you for taking some time to listen keep on lashing and remember you have a friend in the lash industry